The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Finnegal TD has called for 24-hour round-the-clock public transport services in Dublin. Deputy Emer Higgins said the expansion of rail services is essential to make this happen. Joining me to discuss this is Felgen Jose, chairperson of the Dublin Commuter Coalition and Professor Brian Caulfield of the School of Engineering in Trinity College, Dublin. Felgen, let me start with you. Given that you're chairperson of the Dublin Commuter Coalition, I assume you would welcome anything that increases services to commuters in Dublin. Good afternoon, Anton. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think it's worth stressing that we, uh, the NTA has been running out 24-hour buses uh, around Dublin for a few years now. In 2019, we had no 24-hour buses. And now we have, I think, around 10. And I think uh, there are a few more uh, expected in June and later this year. So it is happening, but we have to make it go faster. I think the Senator would be well aware of this. I think there are two at least two 24-hour buses in her area. So I think, yeah, we need we need to make it go faster. Well, Brian Caulfield is with us from the uh, School of Engineering in Trinity College. Brian, is there any evidence that there is much in the way of demand for bus and rail services at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning? Um, I suppose there is. When you look at people that are working shift work, um, when you look at events that are on in the city, when you look at how stressed the taxi network is as well to get people in and out of the city. Um, so there is demand. Every other major European city has this these types of services. Um, there's almost kind of, you know, put it in and, and, and you will see the demand happening. And as Felgen said, we have 10 of these services that are already operating. They're operating um, successfully. So the the plan would be with Bus Connects just to extend that. Um, I think that the deputy also mentioned that rail would be something that would be important here. And I would would echo that. I think that we put the Lewis to bed far too early. um, And I think we could make it work a bit harder like tram systems do in other cities. In the big scheme of things, though, if we are going to pour resources at our urban transport system, are we not better to pour them at the peak usage times and then deal with the lull times once the, the sort of the low hanging fruit has been gotten? Uh, well, we do that. Um, so at the peak times, that's when will we operate more buses, we operate more trams and darts. So we do have that um, at peak times. Um, and it, I suppose it will be to see what the market is like, as you were saying at nighttime, that we would maybe put on, maybe say in Lewis, say maybe four trams an hour. It's it's not the kind of three and, and five minute uh, frequencies that we would have, but there there would be the demand there. We see it at Christmas. And as I said, the taxi, if you ask a taxi driver or any restaurant, when you go into the city centre, they say that they're crying out for more transport options. Belgian, what are the security issues around this? Because there have been significant concerns about uh, one of the Lewis lines have been considered significant concerns around some of the late night bus services and the security of drivers and, and passengers. Is there a risk and a cost if we have more late night services? No. Um, having used the late night services right now, I, I've taken the 15 uh, and a few of the other ones, the N4 that goes through Blanche from Finglas. Um it's fine. There's there are no issues. I've like the main issue with the fifteen that I found is there are, I can't get one because it's too busy. So it's it's kind of uh, we have to redefine what the peak is. There is a huge peak demand at you know half one two o'clock in the night, and uh, four four thirty in the morning, five o'clock in the morning for people to go to work, and it runs very smoothly and there are very little issues. I know there are wider issues in Dublin around um, 
public transport safety. There was a survey, uh, the NTA's customer satisfaction survey, which was published there two days ago, showed that most people do feel safe, but some uh, users say tram users are less likely to feel likely to feel safe on the tram or at the stop, and that has to be addressed specifically. And some areas of Dublin uh, where we've seen buses cancelled even during the day and in the evening because of um, a certain antisocial behaviour. I don't think that's exclusive to 24-hour buses. And looking at what's been in all the 24-hour buses that have been implemented so far, they're running very, very smoothly. Although I'm sure, as you were talking, Felton, there would be a rake of people with their own experiences of antisocial oh, behaviour or drug use or obscenity or whatever else it might be on various different parts of late-night bus and rail services. Absolutely. Look, there are definitely certain specific issues that does happen, but I use the bus every day and I've been using the bus every day since I was nine years old. And I, it's rare. It's very rare. It does happen. Uh, and that, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but overall, I think most people do find it to be relatively safe. I've used the public transport in other countries and I don't feel as safe as I do when I use it in Dublin. And uh, there may be may have been a deterioration of public transport security in recent years um, or a perception of it. And that needs to be addressed. But overall, I do think it's uh, important to say that it is safe. Hundreds of thousands of people use public transport every day without any safety issue. And text, of course, already flooding in. If we haven't enough drivers for the existing bus timetables, how on earth can we even contemplate having a viable 24-hour Dublin bus service? Brian Coffey, that's a fine point. We are seeing all these buses with Drive Me for 860 quid a week written on the side of them. If they can't staff the existing service, how are they going to do it overnight? Yeah, that's, it's, it's a fantastic point that the listener makes. Um, I'm not sure. It's one of the reasons why Bus Connects has been delayed is because we can't get bus drivers to, to operate on the routes. Um I do think we need a bit more safety and security on the routes. I'd kind of maybe diverge a little bit from Felgen on that. Um, I do think that uh, the TII did a very good study there a number of years ago um, looking at female participation in, in, in transport, and they found that security and safety were the biggest issues. So the NTA asked the people that are currently using it, I think we need to ask the people, all the people that could use it, why they aren't using it. And safety and security was a big issue. And I think that would only get even more exacerbated at night time as to why people wouldn't use uh, these services. But yeah, we need more bus drivers. We need more people to build light rail. We need more people to put in wind turbines. We need more people. Capacity is the biggest issue we have in trying to meet any of our climate uh, targets. Yeah, text reflecting that. Increased service, we need a transport police. On a number of occasions, I felt unsafe with no deterrent for gangs of feral teenagers who operate in packs and intimidate people. Another in Barcelona over the weekend, the train runs every hour during the night. This was asked by government, why can't we do that here? They were told by the Lewis operator that they need that time for maintenance. So how do they manage maintenance in the rest of Europe? Well, as Professor of the School of Engineering in Trinity, Brian, that strikes me as something that you might be able to give us an insight into. Are there issues like that in terms of fleet maintenance or management that would preclude a 24-hour service? There would be issues, but I don't see it that it would be there the whole time. You know, the Lewis system is only 20 years old. It's not as if we're talking about a 100-year-old light rail system that's that's creaking at the seams. Um I don't buy the argument, to be honest. I don't see why we can't have at least four trams. Uh, perhaps some weekends there isn't services like you see sometimes on the dart. Um, I don't buy it. There is an argument that there's a bit of extra noise that happens when the when the light rail is running. And you can go into, you could try mitigate that in some way. But the the, the upgrade and maintenance, I don't buy that. 
Felgen, I was asking earlier on um, this, of course, by the way, Felgen, Jose, chairperson of the Dublin Commuter Coalition. I was asking you earlier on whether or not there was the market for a 24-hour service text just in saying, Anton, I'm a taxi driver. I'm out since eight o'clock this morning and I've done five jobs. Where are we stretched? Good Lord. Felgen, did you, you, you briefly turned into a musical act there. It was very impressive. <laughs> Uh, that's, that wasn't me. Uh, look, every single 24-hour bus that I've got on that has been launched in Dublin has been incredibly busy. It, I, I wish I could get one because, uh, <laughs> like, it would save me around 120 euro a month. Uh, is what it would save me. It would be significant. And I know people who go to work at four in the morning, five in the morning, to work in warehouses, to work in uh, very poorly paid jobs, who have to drive because they don't have a 24-hour bus. And I know people who have been given a 24-hour bus and who find it is saving them an incredible amount of money and an incredible amount of time and stress because they have that freedom to use the bus at 4 a.m. in the morning. And I know, uh, you know, so many people who want to go out for a drink, who want to stay out late, but have to get the bus home at half 11 because that's when our public transport shuts down. I think the demand is definitely there. Uh, interesting, you were talking about how, how relatively safe or not the network is, particularly at night, a text saying, hang on a minute, where is Felgen getting buses? The Red Lewis is feral at times. I've travelled all over the world and Dublin is the most aggressive public tra- transport service I've ever been on. And then immediately another says, I'm from Bordeaux, but living in Clare. Whenever I visit friends in southern Paris from Charles de Gaulle, I'll use the RER. I feel very safe on it. I've also used Dublin Bus in the Dart and I feel equally safe on that, says Olivier. Can I go back uh, to you, Brian? In terms of a 24-hour rollout for more public transport in, in Dublin, accepting that there are already some 24-hour bus routes, where do you prioritise it? Um, I suppose we'll, we'll start to prioritise it on the bus network because that's the one that we can do most flexibly. Um, and it's, you know, changing the contracts with the NTA to, to run these nighttime services. Um Bus Connects has that built into it um, as part of the business plan that there would be these services. I do think that we do need to go to the Lewis operator and see what is the big issue. Um, uh, because, you know, say Melbourne, for example, they run nighttime trams uh, throughout the night um, and they don't seem to have an issue with it. So I think the buses initially and then to look at the tram services um, to see is there is there capacity. And Because we spent an awful lot of money on these and we need to be getting the benefit from them. Is it fair to say, I mean, you mentioned Melbourne as a comparator city. Is it fair to say, though, that we are still in the halfpenny place when it comes to the overall provision of tram services, light rail services, metros, Bus Connect integrated both ticketing and service provision. We're getting there, I suppose, is the argument I would put. Um, it, it's very, it, we're not as far along as we should be. We've cancelled too many projects. You know, Finnegale and Labour cancelled Metro over a decade ago. If they hadn't have done that, we would have had Metro by now and we would be going on to the next line. We need more investment than ever before in public transport, but not just in Dublin. We need to be looking now at Cork um, to put in a light rail, maybe Galway as well. We need to be ramping it up. You know, we need to be celebrating public transport projects more so than, you know, big junctions in Cork. Um, they're spending, they spend more on a big junction in Cork than they will do on the, the Metropolitan Rail down there. So we need to shift our priorities. Brian, thank you. Brian Caulfield, Professor of the School of Engineering in Trinity College, Dublin. And thanks as well to Felgen Jose, Chairperson of the Dublin Commuter Coalition. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.